I lost my $11,000. I was in debt $49,000. Then I went back and got a job. Then a second time I started it, then it excelled. So this isn't something where you're gonna come out the gates and you know, you're gonna be the next billionaire, you're gonna be the next Dave Young, you know, young guy, you're gonna be the next Elon Musk. It doesn't work that way. It's actually pretty, it can be an ugly process at times. Yeah. Laugh at me and what if this doesn't work and what if I fail and I don't know if I can do this. Oh my gosh, this is so much pressure. Boom. In that moment is when you become an entrepreneur. Wow. In, in that this moment. Is Nation. This is your friend Dave Goodby and you're watching Care Nation show. This is where we actually interview some of the super successful people and this is one of the most exciting day for me because I have with me one of the biggest, the biggest entrepreneur today. He's actually rocking in all the places, you know, be it YouTube, social media, be it in business. He has multiple business. Let me welcome our prestigious guest, Patrick Beth David, all the way from the US. Patrick, how are you? Very good, how are you? I am fantastic. I'm super excited, you know. I could not believe that you're here and we are doing this interview. I'm, believe me, I'm excited as well. This has been a wonderful experience being in India. Awesome. So this is your first time, right? It is, yes. What, what did you like about India the most? So, your hospitality is unbelievable. Okay. I sit down, um, you give me two shirts, then you give me four different <laughs> kinds of bread. <laughs> Yesterday, I'm getting gifts from everybody. I'm getting candy, chocolate, the love, the respect, the namasta. Everything about the culture, it is such a beautiful culture. You know, we have a lot of Indians in America, many of them, that do very well in business but they adjust to the American culture, right? It's a different story to come to India and actually see what your culture is like. So it's, it's been a great experience. Thank you so much for you know, being here. So this show, I think, is, is basically focusing more on people who are actually either an entrepreneur or want to become an entrepreneur, Okay. right? So when you started, I think many, many, many years back, what was your mindset? Because there are a lot of people watching this, they have nine to five job mm -hmm. and they want to become their own boss. They get excited with the term of entrepreneurship. Everybody wants to do it, but they really have some mindset or gap which needs to be filled, a transition from a you know, nine to five to an entrepreneurship. So what was your journey like? Yeah, so, so I'll tell you, it's, it's two by two, right? And I think a lot of times, uh, we have to set aside entrepreneurship. And let me explain to you what I mean by this. Forget about the fact that you want to be an entrepreneur. Forget about it. The first thing you got to figure out is where do you want to go? Okay, so how to, why to? Let's talk about why to. Why do you want to do what you want to do, right? What life do you want to live? Who do you want to be? Because you may want to be somebody that says, I'm sick and tired of being financially where I'm at. I want to make a little bit more money where I can live in a better place. Great. Maybe I want to make a little bit more money to be free so I can invest in real estate, have properties, all this. Great. You know, maybe I want to go out there and be an example for everybody else. No problem. Great. Whatever your level is, the first thing you got to figure out is why you want to do what you're doing. And is that really going to get you to produce that energy to want to get out to get to work? So that's the why. Then it's the how to. The how to is how is that going to get you there? You know, what is the best vehicle to get you there? Many times entrepreneurship is the best option. Sometimes it's you start a business, let's just say your personality is more of a driven CEO type of a personality. I'm more of a technical guy. Then we have another friend who's more of a strategic guy. Thank you so much. Appreciate you a lot. So then we have somebody that may be a little bit more of a technical guy, right? So we have the CEO, we have the strategic, 
we have the technical guy. If we come together and put a team together, maybe I'm not the CEO, the guy that's running everything. Maybe I'm an equity partner of the business. Mm -hmm. But the most important thing you got to answer first is, what do you want out of your life? And then how to get there. So once you figure this part out, most people are not clear. I look at a lot of people's eyes and they don't have the answer. Just last time I'm looking at everybody, they, they're, they're excited, they're enthusiastic, but few people know actually what they want to do. Once you get clear on what you want to do, the how-to, quite frankly, is very easy. So would it be fair when we say that entrepreneurship is more of a mindset first and then probably a skill? It's more about why you want to do it. So let me explain it in a different yeah. way. Let me explain it a different way. Do you have any kids? One kid, yeah. How old is the? Three, three years old. Okay, yeah. so I have a five-year-old, four-year-old boy, and then I have a 18, 20-month-old daughter, right? Mm -hmm. If something bad, somebody did something bad to your daughter or your wife, what would you do? I will try to something bad that they did. Terrible. If somebody, if somebody kidnapped your wife and your kids, what would you do? God forbid. Look at your face right now. Yeah. Look what just happened right now. Yeah. Okay? Do you need a manual to know what you need to do if somebody kidnaps your wife and your kid? No. Like, do we need to go to a bookstore and say, what is a crossword? Do I need to say, what to do when your kid and your wife is kidnapped? Yeah. You don't, because you're going to figure it out. Right. This is, this is very important to, to embrace because people put way too much time on what to do once my wife and kids are kidnapped. No, no. What's your reasoning? If it's this high, you're going to figure it out. You don't need a manual. Let me explain. Today, if you and I today, do you know how to bow a tie? Yeah. You know how to bow a tie? Yeah. Do you know how to shine shoes? Yeah. Do you know how to sew a dress? No. I don't know how to sew a dress. <laughs> if you and I right now have a contest, mm -hmm. okay? And I say, you got six hours. Okay. First place is gonna get $10,000. The contest is whoever sews the first dress that fits Mary wins. What's the first website you're going to go to? And what are you going to search? I'm going to go to Google. And what are you going to search? How to switch How to dress. sew a dress. Do you yeah, see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But because the motivation is if you get a dress, you're going to get $10,000. Are you going to wake up this morning saying, I want to go learn how to sew a dress? <laughs> you, you and I are not going to learn how to sew a dress. Again, kidnap your wife and kids, what would you do? Your face literally changed. Yeah, yeah. Within one second, your face changed. If everybody's watching, if you notice your face complete, rewind 45 seconds and watch his reaction. Your face completely changed. Why? Because it went here. Yeah, it's instant. It's instant. So if I can figure out what I want... If, so a lot of times I'll sit with a guy like you, and let's just say I'm uh, mentoring you and I'm working with you directly and I'm choosing if I want to work with you. I'm going to keep asking questions until I get to a point where I say, okay, this is the spot. Figure out a way to penetrate this emotion that was just produced. See if you can produce so much energy out of this, then go do this. And if you can link this to the how-to, you'll figure out the how-to. That, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And when you were actually, when you set up, you know, multiple business, now you started your new business as a PHP right? yep. agency. What are the what are the main issues or challenges that you had to overcome when you had become an entrepreneur? Like when people start, they make 
get caught up with, okay, I need to be perfect. So yeah. What type of challenges that you face? Are you a sports guy? Um, I play a little bit of cricket. Okay. So is there a shot clock? Is there a shot clock where how much time is left for the game? I mean, how long is a game? It's cricket. By the, uh, it's by the overs. How many balls are bowled? So there is a shot clock still. Yeah, yeah. So once it reaches it, it's over, yeah, right? That's right? Okay. When you start a business, you have X amount of money. That's your shot clock. Because when this runs out, you're game over. So you got to go back and figure out either to borrow money from your family, go to an investor, or you go back, get a job. So the level of urgency is here. It is so urgent when you start a business that you'll start, let's just say you have $10,000. A week from now, you only have $9,000. Three weeks from now, you only have $8,000. Three months from now, you only have $6,200. Five months from now, you're down to $2,200. Seven months from now, you're at $600. Now your heart's just, all this money I've been saving for the last eight years, I'm about to lose it all and everyone's gonna laugh at me and what if this doesn't work and what if I fail and I don't know if I can do this. Oh my gosh, this is so much pressure. Boom. In that moment is when you become an entrepreneur. In, in that moment, okay? Because that's when you get tested about your emotional and your mental toughness. In that moment is when you get tested. If you can crack, if you can get past that test, you have a shot. Did you have those moments? Oh my gosh, I have still spoke. <laughs> there, was, there was nights where I would come home and who do you talk to? Because you can't call your mom and dad because what are they gonna say? They're gonna say, I told you not to start a business. You know, you're not meant to be a business owner. You're meant to be a police officer. You were in the military. You don't have a degree from such and such. So who are you gonna call? You're gonna talk to your wife, you're gonna talk to your girlfriend, you're gonna talk to your friends. Who are you going to talk to? You don't have anybody to talk to. So you're going to hit a lonely point and that traditionally messes. And this is why I always say mental and emotional toughness. Business will put you through mental torture and emotional torture. If you can get past that, then the next challenge that you're going to face, you'll be able to handle it much better. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah. When I started my journey as a YouTuber and coach and consultant, coaching you know, people on passion, um, I had a lot of responsibilities. Right? I have a you know, wife, kid, I have a job, nine to five. Mm -hmm. and if I want to come out of that job, you know, I need to have a good streams of income coming in. So what specifically people like me or people watching this, they should start doing immediately what worked for me is building the base parallelly, right? Not putting one income source and have building multiple sources. Like that's the way to do it. I think that's the right way of doing it. I, I, I don't, so I don't recommend you dropping everything until you have, so let's just say, a couple different options. One, I have a job, I work a nine to five. Hypothetically, is that the schedule in India? Is it nine to five, give or take? Yeah, more or less. Is it nine to five? Okay. So let's just say I work nine to five in India. Okay, I come home. I have to spend one hour with my kids, okay? Then I spend four hours at night on my business. On Saturday, I tell my wife, Saturdays, I'm working nine hours on my business because I don't have a job. Sundays, I'm with my wife and kids. But family needs to know that. If you're married, if you're single, you work every day because what are you gonna do? Yeah. I don't need to worry about anything. If I'm single, I don't know a reason why I don't work every day. I work every single day if I'm single, right? Mm -hmm. So. If I'm married like you and a kid, I'm gonna tell my wife, babe, for the next two years, three years, five years, I need Saturdays, okay? And the reason why I need Saturdays is because five years from now, we can do dot, dot, dot. And you have to have that conversation with them, right? 
So once this business starts passing this in income, then you set it aside. Now here's the other option. What I did, I had a job. And I had my job, uh, I was working at Bally's. I saved uh, $11,000, okay? Once I had $11,000, then I quit my job and I started my business. First business I started, I failed miserably. Second business, third business, fourth business. The first four businesses I started, I failed miserably. I lost my $11,000. I was in debt $49,000. Then I went back and got a job. Then the second time I started it, then it excelled. So this isn't something where you're gonna come out the gates and you know, you're gonna be the next billionaire, you're gonna be the next Dave Young, you know, young guy, you're gonna be the next Elon Musk. It doesn't work that way. It's actually pretty, it can be an ugly process at times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that reminds me of uh, another question, you know, there are so many myths when it comes to an entrepreneurship. You know, people think it's like a smooth ride, you know, everything will go smooth. If they have a perfect plan, then only they should start. So what are those typical myths that you have to, you know, bust for people and help them? Build? You know, I, I don't know about that. I'll explain it in a different way. One of the interesting things we talked about yesterday in the meetup was arranged marriage, oh, yeah. okay? <laughs> And you have to be there, by the way, because we had a very interesting conversation. Yeah, it's going to probably be on value tainment. So if you haven't seen it, go on value tainment. It'll be on the vlog that'll come out. It's going to be a vlog just dedicated to India. I can't wait for that to come out. Okay. So I asked the guys about uh, uh, arranged marriage. One guy said, it's 50-50. Another guy said, no, it's 60-40. I'm telling you, it's 70%. They still do it in India. It's still arranged marriage. And another person said, I think you said to me, that's right, you said it's based on community where you live if it's more you know uh, 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 old school it's more range if it's new school less yeah. okay so have you seen arranged marriages work out successfully yes. have you seen arranged marriages not work out yes, successfully absolutely. have you seen people that didn't get married in arranged marriage they married a wife and they founded themselves and that worked out have you seen that work out yeah. have you seen that fail yeah you can do it so many different ways so the point about business is, I've seen people make it in business and they got money from their parents. I've seen people make it in business and they had no money. I've seen make people make a business where they quit their job and they went all in. I've seen people make it in business where they kept their job and then they did it part-time. I've seen people make it in business at 62 and they never owned a business before. I've seen people make it in business at 14 years old, Dave Young, 18 years old, he's a millionaire. The point is there are so many different ways to make it work. Yeah. All you're thinking about is odds. So everything in life is about odds. If you look at everything here, everything is odds. Every single thing is odds. When you drive a car and, and we're driving a car, we don't drive a car because we're 100% certain that no one's gonna hit us. Especially in India, you guys drive crazy here, but I gotta tell you, the driving here is insane. You've already seen it. No, it's insanity. So, when you drive, there is a risk that someone could hit you. But here's a question for you. What is safer, odds, driving a car in the traffic or driving a motorcycle? What's safer? Yeah, the car is The safer. car is, right? What's uh, uh, safer, car, motorcycle, or bicycle? <laughs> so the point I'm making to you is, you're betting on odds. What's 100% safe? What's 100% safe? I think nothing is 100%. Nothing is 100%. You can drive, I can be in a car and I can get in a, yeah. right? So there, your entire decision about life is odd. So as a lot of people ask and say, well, Pat, I wanna start a business. Do I do this or do I do this or do I do this? Go based on odds 
and which one odds are you gonna be interested the longest? Which one's odds are is gonna get you the most passion? Which one's odds are has the highest potential that you like? It's all based on odds. And realize you could still be wrong. And that's okay. Because yeah. odds are, if you continue, you're eventually gonna win. Yeah, yeah. And that reminds me of uh, what Mark Cuban said, that you know, in a game of business, you have to only win once. That's right. And that was that's beautiful. right, and he's absolutely right. He's yeah. absolutely right. So I think the the business has changed when we had like industrial age. Okay. Then came the technology, the internet, so, social media yep. age, and now there's gonna be a future which of IOTs, VR, AR. The millionaires or billionaires, which they became, were predominantly focusing on the natural resources at that time because of industrial age and, and all those things. Then came the era of technology, and now we have all of young millionaires. What do you see now and in future in terms of an entrepreneurship and you know people making money out of entrepreneurship? What is the difference? Speed. Who can pivot the fastest? Because th this is why I'm not a fan of education. I'm not a fan of uh, the system that we have in universities today, although I spoke at IIT. I'm not a fan of the system. Let me explain to you why. Let me explain to you why. So imagine I go on IIT. I'm 18 years old. I'm going 2019. Next year, I'm going to go IIT year one. I'm 17 today, next year I'm going to go IIT and I have good grades, they're going to take me, yeah. okay? So how, how much is going to change in engineering between 2019 to 2023? How much is going to change? What do you think? I think this, the technology is moving fast. How fast? Yeah. I mean, it's insane how fast things right. are changing, okay. So what's the purpose of me going to school for four years if every six months things are changing? I think engineering university needs to be an 18 month program to get a four year degree. It's no longer need to be four years, it needs to be 18 months. If the first university comes out and they say, we give bachelor's degrees in 18 months because it's so fast that we don't think you need 14 years, that university is gonna get so much national attention, so much news attention that someone's gonna say, this makes sense. I wanna send my son to this university because they give a four year degree in 18 months, less money, faster, my son succeeds, he comes out sooner, everybody. So parents are happy, the students happy, yeah. the university's happy, everybody's happy, right? So when you ask the question about what's gonna change, VR's gonna change, AI's gonna change, you know, consuming video games is gonna change, decisions are gonna change, a lot of things is gonna change, and the world keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm -hmm. 20 years ago, you and I would've never met. Yeah, that's true. Think about that. That's true. 20 years ago, you and I would've never met. 20 years ago. 20 years ago, you and him may have never met. Yeah. He's got a YouTube channel, you got a YouTube channel. 20 years ago, you don't know each other. But today, it's a community, right? But still, speed, pivot. If you don't move fast today and you pivot fast, there's thousands of people that want your position. Yeah. There's thousands of people that want to take what you have right now and move quicker. And it's going to stay like that even more. So, if, if you don't do that, competition is going to be on your tail today like never before. Now the complete opposite side. If you're not the competition and you won't coming up, guess what? You can't catch anybody today. You can't catch anybody today. So you can say, my game plan is a 20-year game plan, but I'm going to catch that guy up. That's what Bezos 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. And he caught up to Walmart. Think about it. He's worth 110 billion today. Right. Who's second to him? Bill Gates. And then third, probably Warren Buffett, Larry Ellison. But look how quickly that came up. Yes. Right? Today, it's going to be even faster than that. Even faster. Somebody in India in the next 10 years mm -hmm. 
that's 19 years old today, in the next 10 years, someone in India could be worth $100 billion 10 years from you and I doing this interview. So keep this video. Yeah. <laughs> 10 years from now, you're going to show this video and says, Patrick Bay David in 2018 said this, and some person in India is worth $115 billion. It's going to be faster. In the Indian community, how many people live here? 1.2 billion. In America, yeah. it's 330. In the world, it's 7 billion. So in India, I'm starting off with 1.2 billion that we understand the same culture. I mean, your culture, 1.2. America's 330. You just started internet, 1997. Only 50,000 people using it. Now it's a machine. Entrepreneurship is expanding. I, I see some, I said this yesterday, I see some very, very strange things happen in India. I see some massive opportunities in India where somebody could be watching this 6, 12, 24 months from now, they're going to be noticed and no one has any idea who they are. They're watching this in their bedroom. You could be in a bathroom right now watching this because most videos on YouTube are watched on a bathroom stall. You're watching this and it clicks and you get to work. So speed and pivot. Yeah, I, I, that reminds me of one of the you know, interviews, uh, you, one of the talk that you're giving at one of the universities. I think you said that how many people would be still studying after they graduate from this college? Very few people actually raise their hand because for people, I think the education stops after they leave the school. Yeah. And that's a big gap which, which you're seeing, right? Because of where the technology is heading. Imagine, I mean, we're just talking right now. Imagine if a university did this. So watch this here. What if a university came out with an 18-month program, you get a bachelor's degree, mm -hmm. but there's a 10-year program and a tenure program is you visit once a quarter and everybody talks to one another about what you did. And then 10 years later, you become part of a board for this university. And very few people are going to be doing it, but there's an accountability system. The tenure program is a program that you have to commit to self-improvement, to constant learning, to constant research, to constant studying. Imagine if you create a community like that that is building each other up, that's challenging each other. Hey, we did it this way, this worked, I don't know about that. I don't. If that takes place, right? So going back to your point, anybody that stays in the mindset of continuously learning and improving, it's just gonna be on your side. It's so easy today. I cannot believe how easy business is today. Yeah. I cannot believe how easy business is today. I can't even believe how easy business is today. Who's gonna research the most? who's going to last the longest, who's going to be energized the longest, who's going to stay curious the longest, who's going to learn how to deal with people faster, yeah. who's going to learn sales, who's going to learn, to, who's going to pay attention to all this stuff. They have an edge. Brilliant, brilliant. That reminds me of uh, one of the company, Mind Valley. Have you, um, yes. Right? They have the similar structure, I believe, but not exactly, you know, 10 years, but they're like 48 years program or something. Today, like today, I mean, you have, so, just look at anywhere we have problems. We have very big problems with education, organized education, not self-education. Self-education is like this today. Organized education is like this today. Think about it. Self is going like this. You know, university education is going like this. There's so many more. So how many videos today? If you went to YouTube right now, you search drop out. How many videos on YouTube? Many. If you went online and said, should I go to college? Should I attend to college? Should I drop out? Do you know how many videos will come out? How many more videos do you think are going to come out the next two, three, four, five years? It's going to be crazy. How much pressure do you think universities are going to have? Yeah. A lot. There is such a big opportunity for education. 
One of the things about Valuetainment that I'm most excited about is the fact that eventually the goal is for us to create a community of entrepreneurs around the world where the way we produce entrepreneurs and this fraternity of Valuetainment goes to levels where everybody collaborates with seven billion people around the world. So you are one contact away from chatting with somebody in China who knows somebody in Brazil and our Valuetainment community keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger together. So the, that's a big part of us going to be education, education, by the way, a big part of it. So we'll be announcing that in the next couple of years. Yeah, that's my last word, wrapping question. So what, what are the next plan? This is one, how the value attainment has really changed a lot of people's life. People look at business and how they do business. And it's immense value. So what is the plan? What is this? Anything else apart from this that you're... Yeah, there are a lot of plans. But uh, for me, you know, I put uh, uh, how many years I was going to be in the financial business. It was a 20-year number that I put. I'm going to go 20 years and the next, 20, you know, next 10 and the next 10. Now it's going to be 10-year increments because anything you do, you can't do five-year increments. I think it's a 10-year increment thing to really be able to max it out. Sometimes you can do five, but it's mainly 10. Uh, a, a big part of it's going to be media. big part of it's going to be education. And uh, today... Um, Especially after this trip, I'm being invited to, I mean, if you look at my email on how many people have requested to go do this, government officials, uh, government leaders con contacting, can you come and teach entrepreneurship in our you know, country? And we'd like to put a place for this. I'm being invited to the most random countries. I got e emails from multiple University of Tehran executives yesterday, uh, uh, professors yesterday, even after I talked about it last night. I don't know, somebody, a community from Iran, watch the Facebook Live, because I didn't do Facebook Live. I don't know who watched the Somebody Facebook Live. People all over the world are reaching out because they want this message of capitalism that Valuetainment is given that's different. It's not, the message of capitalism is not that we're given isn't go become rich, smoke cigars, and tell people you're amazing, and all this other stuff. Smoke it if you like it, but you know what, you want nice cars, great. It's about the impact. This message is gonna make it out to so many different countries because of the impact that our thinking of value tainer is gonna make. It's not gonna be about just being wealthy, powerful, influential, and everybody wants to be friends with you. It's gonna be, we're gonna solve every single social issue in the world together, and we're gonna point back and say, hey, to all these governments, the best decision you made is you made a decision to inject the spirit of entrepreneurship in your young community, and look how many social issues you've solved. Look what your unemployment is today. Look how much your poverty is today. Look how amazing your education is today. Look what kind of leaders you're producing. Look at the governors you're building. You look how many millionaires want to go into public office. Look how many entrepreneurs want to go out and contribute back into communities by being mayors, congressmen, senators. Look what's happened. And everyone's going to point out and say, the real hero is the small business owner, is the real entrepreneur, us. So the next phase is, it's going to be very exciting. Sounds yes. really exciting. Yes, it is. <laughs> Great. So, guys, thank you so much for watching this show. Um, thank you so much, Patrick. Absolutely. For yes. the show and really, really, Thanks. Really, thank you really for having love me. Love your all the content that you're generating. I wish you good luck with your business. Thank you so much. Uh, my book is coming up. 80% mindset, 20% skills. I like that. I would love to get your thoughts on that as well. Uh, Dan Locke has already shared his feedback. Evan Carmichael is uh, sharing his uh, feedback. Send me a copy. I would love to get. Send your me a copy. Yeah, definitely. Matter of fact, connect with Mari before we leave where you can send it to him so we can take a look at Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Thank you so much, yes, Patrick. Yes, so, thank you. Guys, I'll leave all the links to Patrick's channel and his business. You can follow him on YouTube. You should definitely follow him because you're missing out a lot. All right? Thank you for watching. Have a fantastic day. Take care.